Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons. I'm so excited for today's episode. We are talking with Christina Rice, aka Christina the Channel, about manifestation, mastery, and co-creating with the universe. We're going to be diving into how healing your patterns and your romantic relationships and your intuition and your inner work really go hand in hand. We're going to talk about building energetic resilience and knowing your role in the ascension. We're talking about the importance and the how-tos of clearing the energy and getting into energy energy protection before you connect with outside energies. And we are going to quickly right now, take a minute to plug Christina's book. Okay. It's called Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe. But also I want to just really pump up Christina for the moment. We're actually working together on a special project to be announced soon, but damn, when you vibrate high, you attract the right people into your life. And that's the case with Christina really coming into my life. We've had her on the podcast before. But now I've been on hers. She's coming online for the second time and we've really, really connected. I'm just such a fan of hers and her no BS approach and just really how seriously she takes her work and her integrity. She reached seven figures when she was 25, I believe, which is wild. And that's because she's the real fucking deal. Like she's literally such a powerful channel and the messages and the guidance that come through her are so potent and she's really an inspiration for all of us. I haven't had a chance to read her whole book yet, aka, you know, the postal delays are driving me crazy. But what I've seen about it, it's a must read. It's all channeled, um, which she shares more about her process in this episode today. It's really wild. And she's just making manifestations so much more clear and not in like a basic linear way in a quantum way and really going deep into that quantum manifestation. So you can buy it on Amazon. Again, it's called Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe. It's very expensive. I think it's like $8 or something right now in pre-sale. And then it, it officially launches February 2nd, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And she's amazing. And I highly, highly suggest. So I'm coming at you live today from my new filming studio. Actually, it's just the same office I've always had, but I've rearranged the furniture and made it like a filming studio for the app. So I've created like a little set of my altar. Um, and I'm so excited to start filming and honestly, actually TBH, none of the stuff really reflects my current taste. This is all my old office furniture and I'm like, get it out. But you know, I need to just start filming. So I need to stop being a perfectionist and I can always change my set later and it'll just, the app's going to grow and evolve with me. It's not going anywhere. So if you haven't followed us yet, we created a new Instagram rituals at, oh, sorry, rituals by chakra girl. So you can actually link to it from the bio of my current Instagram account at chakra girl co. Uh, but make sure to give us a follow. Um, but yeah, honestly, I am just feeling a vibe today before we get into the interview. I got some downloads from my Andromedan 
star family and the world is feeling really dark and heavy right now, but I'm feeling super light (laughs) and I truly believe we've accessed new timelines. My guides wanted me to share this with you. They were very adamant. They were like, make sure you share this. So basically they wanted to let us know that we've been permeated with new light codes and DNA upgrades, whether you've intentionally received them or not, you it's been coming through to you. So similarly to how you can like do yoga and your mind can be thinking about dinner and you're not fully in it, you're still getting the benefits. But if you're super intentional and you are really present, then you're getting even more benefits. Like that's kind of what's been going on with these, these light upgrades. And essentially like the darkness has a plan. We know what's going on in the world. My listeners are awake, but the light that we've accessed has collapsed the timelines of the, the dark takeover. That doesn't mean we're completely in the clear yet. There's still some hoops to jump through, but light is winning. And if we can continue to maneuver with hope and grace and ease, we're going to stay in this timeline of truth. So this is when the darkness is really going to pull out all the stops, try to bring in more fear. I believe we've surpassed that. I believe so many people are awake now and you know, that's just the energy we need to decide. Like that is the frequency that we are available for. So just be prepared, keep yourself in high frequency do all your rituals, do all the things that make you feel amazing and just stay in that hope and that trust and that knowing that all of this is, you know, part of a grand plan where light is going to fucking win this time. It just is. (laughs) My friend Amber, who we've had on the podcast as well, Amber Romaniak, she sent me a message today. It's, it says, okay, she's talking about like a specific spiritual galactic ex-military awake person. So basically she said that they talked about the energy that our convoy will spread across the world through ley lines over the tunnels and across all hearts. This will be the stake in their blackest void. And so essentially what I, I, I assume many of you know about this trucker convoy that is going across Canada and across, uh, across the U S I believe too, to really, uh, protest all of the mandates. And essentially there's so much love and so much connection going on. There is a part of me that believes that the idea for this was planted by the darkness and that it was a really bad idea for them because part of their plan is food shortages. They want to short our food. They want to be the ones that created our food. They're making all this genetically engineered food and they want to be the suppliers of all the food, just like Amazon has taken over e-commerce that they wanted, you know, Amazon is part of that, you know, elite group of people that run the world. They also want to take over food, food distribution, which is why all of our, you know, farmland has either gone up in flames or has been flooded. Planned and natural disasters were a part of their plan as well. So, you know, that's part of their plan. So I think with this trucker convoy, they kind of planted the seed for it and they're like, hey, trucks, you should go on strike. And, you know, then they would have a reason to explain the food shortage. But now these trucks are going out with so much love and light and creating so much love and light that they are literally spreading it across the world. They're going, you know, they're driving on these highways, creating these ley lines and creating, uh, you know, a bubble of love across the nation. So I'm not, I don't want to like speak too much about the trucker convoy other than to say like all the slander that you're hearing on the news is just 
insane. (laughs) But yeah, just be prepared to stay in that high frequency. Similarly to like, I always say like be prepared. I don't, I don't want to say be prepared for the worst, but yeah, there's going to be a food shortage and that's part of the plan and that's fine. Be prepared. It's not necessarily going to be as terrible as the darkness would want it to be, but stock up, you know, not, not like don't go crazy and raid the grocery stores. Absolutely do not freaking do that, but grab a couple extra things. You know, if you want to get a lot of stuff, make sure you're doing it from different stores. Don't take everything from one store. Don't be a dick, but yeah, but, but it's like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, it's not like doing it, expecting the worst, but do it to be like, I just want to have peace of mind. I don't think this is going to happen, but I'm going to grab a few extra things, you know? And that way you have peace of mind. Similar to like, if you're starting a business and you keep your job because you're like, I know my business is going to be fucking successful and I'm going to slay this business, but you keep your job just to, you know, make to have that kind of like peace of mind. So you don't have to stress and you can keep your vibration high and put the best energy into your business. It's the same thing with this. If you're constantly worried about what if this happens or what if that happens, you're not going to be able to stay in your highest frequency. So just cover your bases and you're going to feel a lot better. And I wanted to say too, like, yeah, the news is really trying to spin the story. They've done it before. They're probably going to put some plants and paid actors in there too, similar to like the storming of the Capitol. And, you know, they're going to try and make some news stories out of it to make, you know, the convoy look bad. They're already saying that it's a white nationalist or a white supremacy movement, which is very untrue. If you look at the Instagram page of the convoy, they literally have people of all nationalities, all shapes and sizes, all genders, and they are all in support of the convoy. And it was actually like, it has a huge Aboriginal following. I know a lot of the Canadian drivers are of East Indian descent. So we're not fucking buying it. We're not buying it news. We're never buying it. But so if you're someone who's like, oh, you know, I usually watch the news. I usually kind of like believe what's on the news. You know, that's fine. But here's what you need to know. If you're in avoidance, it's like my, like your intuition knows better. So my guess is that your intuition has kind of doubted it a little bit. So if you're feeling that, listen to your intuition and start to get curious about it. And here's the thing too, when we're in avoidance and we don't want to look at the darkness and we just want to trust all these systems that have kept us safe, we're, it's very likely that we're also doing the same with our own darkness and we're not going into our own shadows. So in order to have this fifth dimensional ascension, you need to go through the fourth dimension, which is the awakening, which is really can be ugly and dirty and feel really icky, but it, you have to, you have to go through it. Like you can't go to from three to five without going through four first. And 40 is where you're going to have all those discoveries. You're going to, you know, access your own trauma. You're going to have a shedding and release of your old coping mechanisms, shedding and release of old people and false beliefs that you felt were keeping you safe. But if you're not ready to see the world's darkness, it's because you're not ready to examine and integrate that for yourself. So it all happens in parallel. So let yourself journey into it come out the other side without fear and into a more ascended consciousness. And if you need support with that, we're going to be relaunching goddess magnetism, which is literally like the favorite thing I've ever created. The thing probably that I'm most proud of, and we're going to link you to it in the show notes. So essentially it's a self-study course teaching you how to ascend your consciousness from our abundance, radiance, and purpose. So if you're, if you're a healer, or even if you're not a healer, we're going to help you access deeper healing powers. You hold so many keys and codes to healing within you, healing your own trauma, healing other people's trauma, healing the collective and 
you know, just really accessing higher frequency and that inner goddess. Like that's really what it's all about is accessing that inner goddess. Like we could say that inner God, you know, the universe is inside of you. Source is inside of you. You know, God is inside of you, but obviously we prefer the term goddess. So your inner goddess. And we do think, you know, we're teaching you things like quantum leaping, astral traveling, connecting to your star seed planet and your star family, remembering your powers that your soul has contained in your DNA lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. It's really a great remembering. You already have all the answers. You just need to access them. And this is that intentionality, right? So it's like, okay, I know that I have things to heal. I know that I want to go deeper in my journey. Like, yeah, these things will eventually unfold and uncover for you. But if you get really intentional about them and you really take, you know, the time and energy to, to really study this stuff and, and really perfect your practice, then you're going to see massive, 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 results. So this is again, my favorite thing I've created to date. So we're going to link you to goddess magnetism in the show notes, but also you can reach out to me on Instagram at chakra girl co. If you want more, more information. Also, again, make sure you follow rituals by chakra girl, our new account where I'm going to be sharing rituals. I'm going to be sharing. So like my chakra girl co account, I'm going to be using more as a, of a personal account where I can be talking about you know, these kinds of things, like the things that would get me censored because I'm not afraid of getting censored on that account. But my new account, we're going to keep it clean. We're going to talk about ascension rituals. We're going to be giving tips, inspo, you know, actual rituals that you can apply into your day to get you into the highest frequency. So it's a really good combo. Um, So let's get into this episode. Make sure you get Christina's book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe go buy it on Amazon and you're going to love this episode. So let's dive in. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we are chatting with the lovely, amazing Christina Rice, aka Christina the Channel. She is an intuitive channel author, celebrity healer, and the founder of A High 7D Energy Healing. She's been featured in top publications such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, BuzzFeed, all the things you guys. She is one of my favorite people to talk about, to talk to. She is so like loving, kind, but also can like bring the heat and the sass, which I love. (laughs) And she is coming out with a new book called Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe. And I'm just so excited to have you back. Welcome back, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we could continue our conversation after you're just on my show. Exactly. <laughs> going. So we've already been talking for 90 minutes, so we're yeah. nice and warm and ready to come at you guys. Okay, so first off, even though I'm doing my best to not be involved in celebrity culture these days, I'm also curious what celebrities you've done healing work for. Are you allowed to tell us? Mm, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I should probably ask, but okay. I actually ask. have, yeah, the way I kind of fell into that was, so I live in San Diego now and I lived in LA before and, and I studied film. And so kind of just between my connections there and living in Los Angeles, that's kind of how I got some of those clients. And then moving down here, I became friends with uh, some people who, you know how Bachelor World is? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a lot of clients who who have been on that uh, show. (laughs) 
time. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, I'm allowing myself to still watch reality shows because they're not like in the celebrity, like propaganda culture. Mm. So I'm still allowing myself that indulgence, but I got my fix. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is a daily ritual that you almost never skip? I never skip in the, in the morning. I wake up and I go on a walk in the forest and that's when I do all of my energetic protection boundaries, setting my intentions for the day. That's when I check in with my guides. I never skip that because I will not go into my day without having set up my energetic protection. Like that is super important for me. Just checking in. What do I need to know for the day? Have I picked anything up last night when I was in the astral? What was going on? Uh, what do we need to bring for the day? You know, and just setting intention. So that's a ritual I I never I never skip. Okay, so I've heard a lot of different opinions about energetic protection. Some people are like, I don't really dwell on the protection because it like triggers thoughts of infiltration. So I just know that I'm always protect protected. Like, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think whatever, whatever works for you when I'm teaching psychic development, I'm pretty serious about it. And it's like, if if you're going to be trained through me, I want you to be responsible. And I have seen a lot of healers and intuitives who don't do protection and they unknowingly are talking to entities that aren't of the highest light. And they are unknowingly transferring energy that isn't the best or is their own instead of just, you know, channeling from, from source or whatever higher frequency, right. You're tapping into. And I think that if you're going to be working with people, especially like, you know, if it's yourself final, maybe I'll get to that in a second, but especially if you're working with people, I just think it's so important to be responsible. And there are a lot of people who, who aren't. And if you don't know who you're channeling or where it's coming from, I think you should check that, you know, and you don't want to be unknowingly transferring uh, things to other people, but I mean, the the reality is I know so many people who don't do protection, they're following guidance and they're like, why is my life falling apart or why am I getting sick? And well, where are you getting the guidance from? What energies are you allowing in your field? Right. The same way I, when I'm making new friends and there's somebody where I'm like, I don't really jive with you. I'm not dwelling on, oh my God, like they're bad energy. I'm going to get hurt. It's like, no, I'm going to set a boundary and say, I'm not talking to you anymore because this doesn't feel good. And then I move on with my day, you know? So to me, it's like, when we go out in the world, if, when I go out in the world every single day, something that's not great could happen, right? Like there are things that aren't great that happen to people. But when I go out to the grocery store, I'm not thinking, oh my God, I'm going to get attacked. But I also am, am aware and prepared. I have my pepper spray and my taser in my bag just in case anything (laughs) were to happen. Okay. You're really protecting yourself. And and to me, when I'm protected, then I don't have to worry about it because I'm not, I'm just prepared and I don't ever need it. Go there and you won't manifest it because your mind's not going there. Okay interesting. So So that's my opinion. And I will also say like, I've, I've heard a few of my mentors have told me, like I used to have told me that they never used to do protection because they thought, Oh, then I'm attracting it in. And then they had experiences where they realized, Oh shit, I need protection. And they totally changed their minds on it. Mm -hmm. So, and, and so much of what's happening right now, I mean, this is what's messing people up. I mean, think about everything that's in mainstream media, right? In music, all the subliminal messages in movies, in the way our buildings are constructed, in like everything they're putting on in electronic devices. I mean, things are getting transferred all the time, right? What's in food. And so to me, I just want to be as clear as I can be uh, and not let that affect me. And so all I have to do is decide and set my intention of what I'm allowing in my field. Okay. So what is that? So you go for a walk and is there like a certain mantra, a certain visualization that you use for protection? 
Yeah, I I have specific invocations that that I use. They're they're a bit longer, but I post I post them in my membership so people can just read those off right. um, because they're very like all encapsulating. And so I literally like read those every single morning because uh, they're tight, like they're they're tight boundaries. Yeah. Um, so I read that. I work, you know, I call an Archangel Michael. I have my whole like my angelic bodyguards. I have like essentially a whole army that I <laughs> call forward, uh, to protect me. And, you know, Michael put me in a, in a vibrant electric blue shield and I'll just test and I'll, Hey, like I'll put, throw some energy and I'll see it just dissolve or bounce off. Right. So I'm just make sure ener- energy is tight. I heal and I seal up my aura. A lot of times people have holes in their auras and they are not realizing and that's where we're, we're leaking energy or letting things in. So I just check all of that. I also check what, what I'm picking up from that night. So, I mean, I'm going a little like weird here, but I feel like your audience likes it, which especially right now, people are having crazy dreams. Well, a lot of people are picking up trackers and implants in their sleep. I've never had to remove so many implants. And I'm seeing this with a lot of other people who work in the records, Nikashic records. Like I've never seen so many people picking that up while they're sleeping. And so I'm removing a lot of those. And there's kind of been this intense effort from energies that aren't of the light to keep people in hypnosis, to keep people in fear. And that can often happen in, in the dream state. There's a lot that goes on, you know, when we're sleeping, we're not, you know, we're off in other places. And when you have a nightmare that is, or a dream that feels very uncomfortable, it feels very real because it is there. So I've, as I'm hearing people tell me their dreams, they're like, oh yeah, literally I was looking for some type of tracking thing in my lamp. Like it's very clear or you'll just wake up the next morning feeling ungrounded, you know? And that's, that's the way I can tell I'll wake up and I'll be like, I feel like I'm buzzing. Like I'm nervous, like what's going on. Or I'm immediately going into negative self-talk. I'm like, Whoa, what is that? And so I usually just go straight in and Whoa, what did something that I pick up something there? So, you know, I, I do it before I go to sleep now as well, which has helped a lot, but and I'm not saying this to fear, fear monger. And I usually don't talk about this kind of thing, but it goes back to the protection conversation where I'm just like, I'd rather be informed than be unaware because when we're informed, we can just clear it and say, I'm not available for this. No, thank you. And then we don't, we don't need to worry about it. Okay. So I feel like there's so many people right now. I feel like this is like a trend online of people saying that like certain healers are like, like channeling dark energies and they are like evil. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah. People that we all follow in life. And I'm like, is that like what? Yeah. <laughs> From them. <laughs> well, there are people who are, you know, not really working with the light. There are people who have, you know, but here's the thing. Like, I don't need to get on a soapbox and tell people. Like for me, I'm like, I really want to support people and opening up their own intuition. Cause don't take it from me. And now we're getting to the same issue. We talked about in my podcast where like, if you are giving your power away by asking me who's not of the light, no, yeah. no, no. Like you discern for yourself. Don't ask me. Yeah. Right. And also what does it say about somebody who's getting on their soapbox saying all these people are dark and like getting so upset about right. it. I mean, what are you feeding into? It's just that ridiculous. Those people are dark. Like, I'm like, well, that makes me like have a feeling of like a, get like a really like, yeah, I don't know, like an uneasy feeling about you. Well, so. I, I feel like uh, I don't. <sighs> I think it's easier to kind of put people in boxes of like dark versus light. And it's just not like that. Totally. We all have, we all have all these energies within us, right? We're all reflections of each other and we all make decisions that yeah. are of the light and sometimes not right. That we have the shadow part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that for me working as an energy healer has really humbled me because I, one of the growth points for me was just 
being in my ego and it for a long time. And I was always just like, Oh, that person's bad. That person sucks. Like it was this very right or wrong, good or bad thing. And then you start to work with people and it's like, I mean, we're all from source. We're all from love. Like that's our natural state. And so what were the life experiences or situations where this person is making decisions that aren't necessarily for their highest and best or that of the people around them? Is that always from ill intention? Not always. Sometimes it's, it's not ill intention at all. Sometimes it is, but like, what's the why behind that, you know, and just really see people on that soul level of if I live from the belief that we are all high vibrational beings of love. Am I going to look at this person and say, you're wrong, you're bad, right? And also like, this is where we're getting into that place where (sighs) cancel culture. It's like, there's no room for redemption or forgiveness. I mean, you're not in 5D. Don't, don't tell me that you're in 5D and then be canceling everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I can't even, I can't even handle it. It's so, oh man. You know who I love who talks about this? Do you follow Africa Brooke? I don't think so. I just love her so much. She's, she's so, she's such an incredible writer and her energy. I just love her. And she, I think she does a really great job talking, talking about this and just how like traumatizing it is. Like, like she's talking about, like people are coming to see me. I have clients who like literally can't function, can't use their voice, like can't use their voice, can't do what they're here to do because they say one small thing. Yeah they're going to get canceled and their whole life is ruined. And it's like, what culture are we creating where there's no room to make a mistake? Yeah, totally. Well, and I have so many people that they'll message me after I post something like, wow, you're so brave. Like, I wish I could say that. Or like, you know, I don't, and I'm like, okay, but like, if you feel called to talk about something and you're like, not like that's being inauthentic to your soul and your purpose and your mission. It's one thing to feel like it's not for me to talk about this. It's another thing to be like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not doing it because I'm afraid of what people are going to think. And we talked about this a little bit on your podcast where you were saying, well, I don't feel called to share about that. I I think my, my purpose is to bring the love and light around it, which a hundred percent for a lot of people it is, but for the people that are like, I know I'm meant to be sharing this, but I'm afraid of what people, you know, I'm afraid of getting canceled. Like that's a, like it's that person's fault, but B it's also cancel, like, cancel culture in general. Like we are now afraid. We are now afraid to like, we hang so much um, of our life on Instagram. Like we're our businesses, you know, our income, like that is from these platforms. Unfortunately, we've kind of created this dependency on it. And it does create this fear about not being able to be authentic to who you are. Totally. And I'm just thinking about, so I, (laughs) I went to a party for new year's recently and it was, uh, like that whole bachelor group. And I, somebody goes, somebody was like, Oh, is so-and-so coming somebody else in the franchise? And they go, Oh no, she can't because she'd get canceled. And I was just like, (laughs) I mean, it's so it's, it's like, it's sad, you know, it's like, it's like sad. And then it's like, well, now people are living their lives in fear and we're just vibrating with fear. And I mean, we can't move forward like that. No, we we can't. We can't. It's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not sustainable. So yeah, I don't even, I don't even remember how I got to I was like, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) But oh, it was because it's like, are we all like, people are channeling like light or dark or whatever. Here's the thing. Sometimes people sell out. Sometimes people sell out. Sometimes people, people unintentionally, because they don't know who they're checking in with or what they're doing are, yeah, maybe you could call it channeling darker energies, but 
it's kind of like, haven't we all in life gone through phases? And I'm not giving an excuse. I'm just saying like, this is where we need to meet people with compassion and offer places for, hey, we can move forward and learn. Have we all at some point in our lives? I mean, I could think about times I was 13 and so in my ego and saying mean shit, yeah. right? Like just being a bitch. Yeah. And I was 13 and I was yeah. insecure and my ego was getting hit off of it. And like, that was like some dark energy running through me. Does that mean I'm a dark person? Or there's no room for me to be like, oh, I, that was really bitchy. I can learn. You see what I'm saying? And and I, I, I want to share this story. I haven't said this anywhere, but I think it's a good example. So there's somebody, I didn't know this person personally, but friends with, with many of my friends. And this person, I stumbled across a video of them trans channeling and I immediately knew it was super dark. I had a visceral, like I'm going to vomit. There was black energy around and I was like, whoa. And this was overlapping with some psychic attacks I was getting Mm -hmm. that were really bad. And I couldn't figure out the source of it. Long story short, this person, these energies were psychically attacking me. This person isn't a bad person. I addressed it because this person is friends with a group of my friends. And I said, hey, you guys, what check in yourself because you're intuitive, checking yourself, but there's something off here. And I just did a major clearing around this and just found out what's been going on with me. And it was a really like delicate subject, you know, and what ended up happening and one of my friends, uh, incredible intuitive. And she said, you know, I am hearing you and I, when I'm tuning into it, like, I know you're right. And I didn't want to see it because I love this person and I was so close to it. And so she did a big clearing for herself. She found some trackers and stuff and then addressed it with this person. And this person is not a bad person. And it was kind of like, she got really excited about channeling and, you know, the protection wasn't there. I don't know. She's never been trained. She's never been trained. So she's opening up and and doing this and it was not good stuff. And so she, I I believe she took down what she had put up because that's a frequency emitted, you know, and this is what I'm talking about, about the responsibility. And, and the aftermath of that was there were like between like there about seven different people who like big clearings had to be done implants removed. Like it was affecting people I knew, you know, and I just use an example because it's like, this person is not a bad person at all. Right. <laughs> like great, great person. It's just the, tr- the training wasn't there, like wasn't checking in, didn't really know what they were doing, you know? And, and that's why when people are telling me, oh, I want to channel, I always just, I have my guard up a little bit because I think the why is really important. And especially, you know, the more I've showed what I do, I'm just cautious. And, and it was a learning lesson for me as well, because for most of my life, it's like, I hide so much of me because like you, I have this energy that people like to copy Yeah. and sometimes people copy irresponsibly. So then I learned, Oh, I'm just going to not show anybody or share what I'm doing because I don't want them to get in trouble. And I had to learn, like, I can't be responsible for everybody else. And if they're not going to be responsible with what they're doing, but with channeling, you know, like, especially trans channeling, it is like, you have to be aware. And I, and I, when I first started doing that, I immediately went to different mentors and people who have been doing that their entire lives. And I remember one, one woman who has been doing it her whole life. And I was just talking to her and she said, you know, if you decide this, it's a very, it's a very different path and you have to realize where you're going to be pushed. Other people couldn't handle it. And you have to, she said, I'm not joking when I'm saying you have to balance your energy. And she was saying, you know, I, I know other trans channels who have died because the frequency is so intense. It's like the current literally like breaks them. And that was like this moment for me where after that, for like three weeks, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I was like scared. And then my higher self was like, this is your path. 
like you're here to channel. And I was like scared of it. And I was trying to run away from it. And this was when, I mean, we kind of talked before about all of the identity crises or whatever in the last year or two. And I was just like, do I really want to do this? And then I was like asking myself that. And then also thinking like, I don't know that I really have a choice because I have a choice, but to choose anything different, I will feel out of alignment the whole way through. Right. Like if I know the mission and I'm actively choosing to not do it, but for me, it was, okay, I really need to be responsible. Right. So I'm incredibly responsible with that. And even when I going back to like my psychic development course, people ask me all the time, do I really have to do this? Do I really have to ask every entity if they're of the highest light, love and truth? Do I really have to set up this protection every time? And I'm like, look, it takes you two minutes. And if, to me, if you can't take two minutes to just be clear and who you're working with, I don't think you're responsible enough to do this work. And that's just my opinion. I'm like, but you do you. And if you don't want to do it and open yourself up to stuff, you know, then you're going to have to deal with it. And a lot, I believe a lot of physical sickness, a lot of physical issues, a lot of business not going right. Oh, that shady deal. Like people don't realize how this is all connected, right? Like that, that's just low frequency energy in the system. So what, what are you allowing into your energetic field? You know, so you might not know why you keep attracting assholes and narcissists, but it's like, maybe it's because every day you're communicating with some entity that's fucking with you, you know? So I'm kind of getting on tangent, but you see, it's all connected. connected Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend, Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. I know people, the protection thing can trigger people or upset them. It's my opinion and it's been my experience and I take my responsibility like very seriously and I'm not, I'm just not going to mess. Well, and I will say too, like, when I, um, was like, and I told you, I was kind of, it was actually like November ish 2020, like end of 2020. And I was doing a lot of like astral traveling and like stuff like that. And I, I would do that. I do do the protection. I later had a healer tell me that I wasn't clearing properly before doing the protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ended up, and I don't know that this is the case 
I have like two different guesses on what this was about, but I ended up like having to get my appendix removed, like very suddenly. So a part of me was like, wow, I've really been like connecting to different energies. So either this was like some kind of like dark situation happening, or it was that it was like a clearing and like my, you know, there was something that needed some change that needed to happen in my frequency or something, but I'm like, but would God do that to me if it was for a good reason? Like, would, like couldn't they change my frequency in a different way without removing an organ? So yeah, I mean, maybe it was a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, but yeah, it definitely felt like that was it, 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 it. I mean, it's ironic that it happened in a time where I was doing a lot more of like higher connections. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually don't think that was a dark thing. I actually think <laughs> this is getting really weird, but it's fine. I, I just, I, what I'm hearing is you didn't need it. And part yeah. of the ascension process and like, as our, because our physical bodies are changing is that there yeah. are, our organs are going to change. And I know for me without some of my physical shifts, like it has been actually so painful. Like my intestines, like shrinking, like you know, and, and I'm having friends yeah. who are having the same thing, but physical shifts, you know, are, are happening, you know, but I think the why, the why is really important. And this was one of the reasons why I stopped. I stopped the live portion of my psychic development program, mm-hmm. because it kind of relates back to what we were talking about on, on my show for you and like stepping away. It was, I could feel the ego in the comparison. And I was like, I had a moment where I was like, look, I got to talk to all of you. Like if you're doing this from an egoic place, what do you think you're opening yourself up to? Like if you're doing this to out spiritual somebody else, if you're doing this to prove someone, if you're, if you're trying to channel, cause you think it's cool, you're, you're not coming from the right vibration. And at that point, like, I don't want to be involved in you trying to move yeah. forward with this, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's, it's all about the why and the intention. And, you know, for me, and I'm not saying you can't like want to do it. Right. But it's like, what is the frequency behind that desire? Like with anything else, you know, why are you trying to manifest anything or create anything? What's the, what's the, they call it the foundational frequency, the why. And for me, just my personal journey was, I, I didn't ask, I didn't ask for it. I didn't yeah. even like know what it was. I just fell into it. It just opened up. And I really believe with our most powerful gifts, they're not something you have to search for. It's like you fall into it and opens up for you. And I see this often with people uh, in my community where I'm like, you're so gifted and talented in this. It's like a natural thing for you, yeah. but in, but they're judging it. And they're like, oh, I want to be like this person. So I'm going to try and force this gift yeah. in this way. And I'm like, you're literally just wasting time because- you're going to end up back over there anyway. It's what you're naturally good at. And we're at a time on the planet where I just feel like you don't have time to waste. So whatever is naturally strong for you, go into that, develop it, make it your own, create, innovate. You're going to be so powerful in that realm and stop wasting your time wanting to be somebody else because that's not authentic for you. And that's where you block your magnetism. Totally. I feel for me, like when whenever I kind of like go into these, like, okay, I, I want to like learn more about this. I feel when I, when I'm meditating, I feel like something is starting to happen. Like my head starts moving and my jaw starts moving, but then I freak myself out and I like mm-hmm. stop it. And then I'm like, okay, should I be like looking into this more or is it something where it's like, no, just like, wait. And if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Well, I think like, if you're already feeling the energy moving, like when you're in that, you know, when you've, you- putting up the protection and the boundaries and asking like, what's the frequency that's coming through and being really clear about what you do and don't allow your field. And then you get in that place and like, if it's, you don't have to try. Right. And so 
it, if it's going to come out, it's going to come out, right. you know, but there are not like, that's just the way that like the energy is coming through. And a lot of people, okay. Like I had this conversation with somebody that she's like, I think like my lip is twitching. I think I'm supposed to be a trans channel. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. I mean, maybe, but, but there are so many different ways to channel. Right. And yeah. people channel more than they think. Yeah. I'm like, I have, I have no desire to be a trans channel. Like, I mean, if it happened, that'd be cool, whatever. But it's like, uh, for me, I feel, I just, okay, so I've been reading a lot and they've been kind of like what I've been feeling and seeing is that mm-hmm. like our guides are essentially like fragments of God and we are fragments of God and we are meant to like co-create together. Like mm-hmm. they need us as much as we need them. And there's something about that that keeps pulling me towards wanting that deeper connection. And I, you know, I've connected with my guides. Like sometimes there's like these seven guides and sometimes they look different and sometimes they feel it's like not a hundred percent clear and it's not Mm -hmm. always the same. And then I second guess myself and then I kind of just leave it. So yeah, I guess I don't even know what the question is in that. I guess that's here's what I would say. What if you tried, which is really like the path I believe, like, I really feel we're all meant to kind of yeah. get to, which is cha- I setting the intention. I'm going to channel my higher self. Yeah. And that's what I do like every yeah. single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. But, it, yeah. but it's like you here, here's the thing. How do I describe this? Like I could use the same techniques that I use to let a being speak through me, yeah. but say it's set the intention. It's my highest self Yeah. and what's coming through. Like it's a straight flow state. It's a straight flow state. And people, I think a lot of people toggle between this all the time. You think about like a speaker on the stage and they're like, I blacked out after that. And you're like, you nailed it. They were channeling that. Right. And so like you, when you're, when you're on a podcast, you're, 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 you know, going off about something, you're, you're going on a rant or you're coaching, right. There's so many times, I think a lot of coaches experience this where your client says something and then you just kind of go and you're like, Whoa, I don't even know where that came from. Totally. You're channeling, you're channeling. Totally. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and for me, I'm like, I don't even need the words to come out. It's like, for me, I'm just like, it's like that deeper connection. And I usually just like hear it. I don't usually even yeah. say it. Like, maybe that next step for me would be kind of like hit record and like, just see if it can like come out from my higher self. But, but yeah, I totally agree. And I've seen myself too. I remember when like I first found out about Abraham Hicks like years and years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, who the hell am I to be doing this? And then I like, yeah, but it's always kind of just keeps coming back. But yeah, it's now, it hasn't been so strong. It's been more like, I want to play, like, I want to play with this. I want to learn more about this. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if anything. Well, the thing is, I, I mean, I think like channeling is our natural state. Like we're meant to be in we're meant to be in flow. And I, the more we raise our vibration, we're, we're just going to be purely in channel the whole time, you know? And I think where the danger is, is when people kind of glorify like, channeling another entity versus you. Yes. Like exactly. channel your highest self because you are source, like you're an extension of source. And yeah. I think that's where we've kind of like, because it's helpful to communicate with different beings. Right. And this is part of what I I really enjoy with my work where I'll have a question or something I want to explore and I will literally get everybody's perspective. And at the end of the day, like my highest self perspective, like that direct connection, that is, that is the most valuable for me. It's most authentic to me. Uh, But I think in the spiritual space, you know, just, it's really important to be aware of Well, where are you glorifying again? It's just a different version of, I want someone else's opinion to validate me. Yeah. So I'm curious if like, if, 
for example, because I like I've done some like starseed, like connecting to like my starseed planet, like chatting with the people there, but I'm not channeling them. I'm mm-hmm. just like making a connection and like asking a question. There's no like merging of, you know, they're not writing through me. They're not talking through me, but I'm hearing them. Mm-hmm. So that's not considered channeling. I consider that channeling. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I, you know, it's when people say that it's like, who cares about the semantics? Yeah. I think of channeling anytime we're connecting with like a higher level consciousness and like bringing down the information. And so yeah. that could look like, you know, I, the, the way I channel most often is that, that exact way. Right. I'm connecting yeah. with the, with the energy, uh, whether that's, you know, my higher self, the consciousness of my business, the yeah. Pleiadians, you know, whoever it is and getting the information up there and then explaining what's coming through here. Right. Or if I'm working, I'm, I'm working with a client and I'm like talking to their loved ones or their highest self, their guides and wherever they're from. Um, that's all channeling to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Love that. So, and you have a new book, Mastery, how to shift your reality and co-create with the universe. And, um, they sent it to me, but it hasn't arrived yet. And I <laughs> read it. Uh, so t- okay, tell us about the book. And I also want to know like what, me like what made you want to write this book like how did this come through and Mm -hmm. what was kind of going on for you to be like okay I need to write this yeah well I think it ties together what we've been talking about for the last three hours uh (laughs) which so the the way well first of all it is all about the energetics of attraction and the root cause work with manifestation and how to really make manifestation your, your lifestyle, right? It's something that you're always doing. So we might as well figure out how it works so we can be really conscious about how we create our reality. Uh, so it's a lot around reprogramming beliefs and following flow and getting in alignment and raising your frequency. You know, so a lot of that root cause work of manifestation and it's a channel text. And that's important because I didn't decide to write it. I was given the guidance and the kind of the story of how that happened was, uh, maybe that was two and a half years ago or so I was, it was a time where I was just getting a lot of information about kind of the, like the next five to 10 years of my life and everything that was going to come through and what to prepare for. That's often how I get information. I'm, I'm told far in advance. And that gives me some space to calibrate to that vibrationally and kind of, you know, move through all the fears around it. And so they told me we're going to, this specific entity, the monarch being, we're going to we want to write three books through you. Essentially, we need you to describe these three books. This is what they're about. The first one will be about manifestation. And I was like, okay, great. Let me know when. So uh, that was that. And then last January, a year ago, I got the directive, okay, set aside a weekend in April and a weekend in May, and we're going to do the first book. Said, great. So I set aside those two weekends and I was like, let's do this. So I went into trance, and it ended up taking me like two and a half to three days total. I spaced out over those two weekends and write an entire book. Yeah. I oh channeled it. So it was fast. Right. So, so are you typing or are you writing? Or are you speaking? So the process, the way I did this book was I went into trance, but instead of verbally, like my, they're working through my hands. So my, my, my hands are just flying across the keyboard. It was all typed out and it's like, I'm, you know, off somewhere. And then two hours later I wake up and I have 40,000 words. <laughs> uh, what did I write? Here? Yeah. And that it was, wild. it was a cool experience because it's, I mean, it's similar to when I verbally channeling, but 
like my hands are moving. I don't know exactly what they're saying, but I know the gist because they'll be showing me visuals up here. Like, you know, when you're talking to, you know, your star family and you're seeing that it's kind of that kind of experience for me at the same time. So I'm getting the themes and and information that way, but I don't know exactly how they're phrasing it or what the sentences are. So when I went back later and read it, it was like my first time reading the book, you know? So it was, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. And then, so it was, it was all done after those two weekends. And then I just kind of sat on it. I just kind of sat on it and I was really freaked out. Like I was really freaked out. Like I was like, you know, coming out, it was like coming out. And I think people talk about like coming out of the closet spiritually all the time. And there are different levels of that. And for me coming out as like an energy healer, wasn't really difficult, Mm -hmm. but the, the, the trigger for me, and it takes a lot for me to be, uh, (laughs) to like to feel nervous, right? (laughs) Like it takes a lot for me. I'm very, I've always been very weird. I've always been the weirdo and I've very, I've been very unapologetic about it and just used to it. And like, that's who I am. And this was like, Whoa, this is real. I feel really uncomfortable. I feel, I feel really uncomfortable about it. And it was like, Whoa, am I going to tell the whole world? Like, this is what I do. I let energies speak through me. You know, when I've, I've, faced a lot of rejection from people who were in my life for what I do now and kind of moved through that. So it's triggering a lot of those wounds. And I was kind of afraid. And while I was in, I was like, this is great. It was the most magical, amazing, incredible experience. It just felt like it literally just felt like pure love vibrating through my body. It's like getting, you know, it's like getting this, the most intense energy session of your life. It was such a beautiful experience, such a sacred experience for me. And then I'm just sitting on this book and, and running about my, doing my, life, you know, and I hit a point in my life where I felt like I felt really frustrated because nothing was moving. It was like all my offers, my business relationships. I was like, you do know that feeling when it feels like everything's just stuck and you know, oh, I'm out of alignment somewhere. And I was getting so frustrated and I'm like, what the hell? I didn't change anything. Everything just stopped working. There's no movement here. And what I kept getting was my guides are like, nothing's going to move until you get this out here, work up your, you can't keep sitting on the book. Yeah. And I resisted that for a couple of months. And, you know, I was talking to my mentors about it and they're just like, I mean, <laughs> Christina, you can just, you're just going to elongate this. Like nothing's going to move until like this book came through you. It's your mission. So get over it, Go, get over your ego. I was like, okay. So then I was like, okay, got to put this out there. And I did. And I moved through a lot from that. And it's been a really important experience for me, just like personally moving through a lot of fears. And it, it's been cool for me. Cause I kind of watched myself witness myself go through that process where I eventually hit a point, maybe like two months ago where I moved out of any of Nigley's. And I was like, I'm genuinely just so excited. Like I don't have any fear around it. I'm so excited about it. And I just want people to get their hands on it because it is it, like, obviously it's my own book, you know, so, but, but they're not my words. And I'm really proud of it because it, these concepts are going to feel like muscle memory. It's like, you already know it, but it's literally like a giant energy healing session. There's something about a channel text. It's more about the frequency underneath the words than even the words themselves, right? People hear this, you listen to Abraham Hicks and it's like, she could, Abraham could say things that you already know, but it's the vibration where you're like, whoa, that just hit different, you know? And when I listen to Abraham Hicks, audios it literally changes the vibration of my home like I can walk exactly. into a room and it with it where like it's playing and it just feels so much lighter and exactly with reading it like anytime I read channel text it's like I, I totally know what you mean like I can feel the vibration of it yeah and it's and that's part of the purpose like to shift people vibrationally you know on the energetic level it hits you and it's been cool for me with the people who I've 
who have gotten advanced copies just to hear their experiences. And I've had, everybody has told me like, holy shit, it changed my life. And I literally felt tingles the whole time I was doing it. When I started reading your book, it was like my whole life changed. I wasn't even implementing anything, but I started signs are everywhere. I'm manifesting things effortlessly. Like it's an activator, you know? And I think that's really important to know about channeled information in general. Like you don't even have to absorb all of the content. It's to be in the frequency of it. And that's like one of my hacks. I always say this for people in my membership. Like I just, I mean, they're my own videos, but it's not me. Like when I just put on in the background, I'm getting dressed. One of the channel messages from one of my guides, I just letting that vibration soak in. And it's like, I'm just calibrated to divine love. And that is really, really powerful. So it's kind of like getting energy healing uh, through it. So yeah, that was the process of, of writing it. It's been, it's been really beautiful. And so we talked a little bit about surrender on your podcast. So it it sounds like there was a lot of like surrendering that had to happen. And then also like with channeling, I know kind of like almost like the first step or like the prerequisite is like, you need to surrender, but you also need to feel so much love for yourself that the, that the channel, like that the guidance can come through because, and whether that's guidance from your higher self or whatever source anywhere, like in order for your, you be able to, in order for you to be able to process that information, it needs to be able to enter your being, your physical Mm -hmm. being, right? So you need to already be vibrating at the frequency of love. So what are like, what would you say for people who need those first kind of like few steps of like, how do I surrender to this? How do I, you know, get my frequency ready to receive? How can I turn on that love because this channeled love so that this like guidance of love can come through me? Yeah. Well, I'll go a few different angles with this because people have asked me different versions of this, of this question. And like my real answer I know is unsatisfying, but that's the point. Otherwise everybody would be, would already be doing it. And the way I like opened up to channel this, like it takes a big aura. (laughs) It takes a big aura the same way with downloading a high, like it takes a big aura. And that wasn't something I just decided. And then, and then, you know, two weeks later I downloaded it. This has been like, you don't see this stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. You, like you, it's not on Instagram, but it's, this has been years and years of going deep places with myself. Like I always am working with multiple coaches and mentors and doing it's deep personal development work. It's, it's not just like, Oh, how am I, how do I create this and expand this? It's yeah. looking so deep within myself, really facing all of my shadow with no other intention other than I need to like go into myself and know myself so fucking well and face all of the parts of myself that, that I don't feel good about, you know, and really learn. And like, it has been years of that. That is the real frequency work that has expanded out my aura and strengthened it. Right. And moving out all of that, that shame, that guilt, that pain, that judgment, all of that, you know, so it's, that's been a process. And I had to go into it with the intention of just looking at myself and doing this for me. It was never, I mean, I literally was not on my radar that that would lead to all of these things. So at the end of, I think, you know, first of all, like, are you setting yourself up to be doing that kind of deeper work? You know, whether that is like, there are so many incredible people who set up containers for you to do that self-reflection. That could be, you know, a one-on-one thing that could be a group thing. Uh, what do you, what books are you reading? Like, what are you doing consistently to do some of that energetic work? What are you doing consistently to set yourself up for some deeper reflection and insight and really being honest with yourself? You have to be honest with yourself. And a lot of people say that they're doing personal development work and they're lying to themselves the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right? But they are like you have to be brutally honest. There's work and there's doing, and then there's also being and like the integration of the work and the integration mm-hmm. of 
the shadows. And I feel like that's where so many, they're like, but I meditated and I journaled and I did, but it's like, okay. And then what? And yeah. then what did you do? And yeah. then how did you change? And how did you shift? And who did you decide to be that day? Mm-hmm. So in your book, you're like going through, like breaking down manifestation. And what are some of like, what would you say are some of the kind of like key takeaways? And, and I know you said like, even if it's information that some people already know, like what's something, like what are kind of like the main pillars? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> in, in the book, it's funny because, well, I was curious, like, how are you guys going to like, explain this, you know, how are you going to tie it all together? And there's like one page where they very clearly put out like these five or six steps, like, and it's literally, I have it here, set clear intention, Mm -hmm. ask, follow the guidance, do not settle for less. Remember you already have it. Celebrate that you have it act on the frequency. Mm. That's it. Right. And that sounds simple, but what are all of the things that block us from doing those things? Right. Where set clear intention. Most people aren't clear with what they really want. Right. Or they, they want to ask, but they're not asking big enough or they're, they're afraid to ask. They're afraid to actually get what they want. Right. So why are we afraid of that? And how can we move through those fears? Right. Where are you being unclear? This is a big reason why people don't manifest things in is because they're like halfway and halfway out. Oh yeah. I, I, I want to, I want 30 people in my program, but deep down they're like, that would scare the shit out of me because I'm afraid I can't get them results. It's like, you're halfway in, halfway out. Are you really clear on, on your ask? Or do you keep going in and out? Right. Follow the guidance. Are you following the signs or are you so stuck in your logical brain about how it has to happen that you're blocking yourself from like being on the easiest, most aligned path because people, I mean, we get signs all the time. They're everywhere all day, every day. Most people just don't notice it. Right. And then where are you settling? People settle all the time and where you're settling in your relationship is also where you're opening yourself up to settling in your business, right? And vice versa. And so looking at all those places where we compromise bits of ourselves, where we dull ourselves down, where we're settling, that's telling the universe, okay, I guess that's, she's good with that. So we'll just keep setting that vibration, right? We're always communicating with the universe. They describe it as, you know, you always are on like walkie talkie speakerphone with the universe all day, every day. So if you wake up in the morning and you're saying, I want to manifest this seven figure business. And then the rest of the day, you're talking to yourself and saying, I'm never going to do it. Like I'm not worthy enough. Oh, she's better than me. Like that's an updated, that's an updated signal. The same way you could tell that guy, oh yeah, I really, I'm really into you. And then three days later, be like, I'm actually not. Well, mm-hmm. what's the updated si- signal? You're, you're not, so you're not going out anymore. Right. And so we're talking like that with the universe all the time. Right. And then celebrating that, that you have it right. Remembering that you do already have it the same way we were talking about before. Like you can turn on the emotion any, anytime, which is what you really want. Right. And remembering you already have it. I think this is really helpful in terms of like just thinking about it differently, where if I can imagine it, it's already in the field. So I'm just saying, I want to bring this into the physical in my reality right now. Not, it doesn't exist or it's not possible. Of course it's possible. Otherwise you can think about it. And so now I'm just going to bring it into the physical, which sometimes can, can take time, but it's like, I ordered the couch from Costco and it's coming on Saturday. So I'm going to make the space because it's coming. I'm not wondering if it is, it's getting delivered. So I'm moving out my furniture and this is where it's going. And that's what, how we have to treat our manifestations, right? And then acting on the frequency. So when I'm aligned with, how do I want to feel, right? I, I want I want a partner because I want to feel this divine love where I'm fully seen and heard and understood. And I, I feel that emotion in my body, right? I'm feeling that I'm acting like that. And then when I'm from that place, what are the decisions I make from that place? Instead, what people do is they make decisions from the place of I'm single. You see what I'm saying? So then the action is different. So acting on the frequency. Or I'm not heard or I'm yep. not 
supported and oh poor me I'm lonely mm-hmm. uh, okay I love that. and I love the like parallel between like relationships and manifestation and I know one of the things that you talk about is kind of like how healing those romantic relationships can affect your ability to manifest so like what are some tips even how we can like get clear on what shifts we need to take on both ends yeah so a few different ways to look at this I'm actually right in the middle of of this, I've been doing a relationship manifestation, like series the last two weeks. So we've been going through all of the like blocks and, you know, we all know relationships are really powerful mirrors are going to be things that pop up there that we just can't, we just don't see within ourselves. And that's, that's where we can really look at where do I still feel like I'm not, I'm not worthy. What are my limiting beliefs about what's possible for me and what I deserve, right? Where are the places where I dull myself down and I don't speak up and use my voice? Where am I afraid to ask for help or ask for support, right? Really seeing our relationship with support and also, you know, with receiving and we can't receive our manifestations if we're not comfortable with, with receiving, right? And you see that dynamic play out with, oh, I don't want to be too much for that person or I'm codependent with that person, right? Or I'll say a big place that people don't talk about it as much, but is huge is sexually. How many people are afraid to ask for what they want or say, yes, I like this. I want more of this, right? What's your communication like sexually, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's a really powerful place to look at. Oh, wow. Like these are some fears or some concerns I have about why I'm not, you know, using my, my voice and being very clear with my ask and what my want. That's a place to look. But the thing with relationships is what are the lessons that I haven't fully learned or integrated? Yeah. And so the way that they, the, the example they use in the book is when you read a book, you know, every, if you read a whole book, you don't look at it and be like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I finished this book. You're celebrating. Oh, I finished this whole book. Look at all the information I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's part of how we have to see the ending of relationships is it's that graduation. It's that, oh, look at all this knowledge I took in. But, and if you look at somebody who reads a lot, reads a lot of books and they're really wise, they're so smart, right? They're not going to be smart if they read a hundred books and they don't integrate anything that they learned. Like they just read it and they didn't absorb it. They didn't, you know, put it into action. And so we've like read a paragraph and then we're like, Hey, wait, I was thinking, yeah, Exactly. So it's like, let's say we, let's say that we'll think that if you read 50 books on a subject, you're going to have intelligence around it. Let's Mm -hmm. just say that (laughs) somebody could read 50 books and not really absorb anything. Are they, do they actually have intelligence around it? No. But if they, if they read 50 books and they fully absorb that and they're in it and they're in the experience, they're making the shifts and learning from it. Well, now they have a lot of wisdom that they've acquired through that experience. And it's the same thing with relationships. And so we keep receiving relationships or dynamics in a relationship just in different forms until we actually learn and integrate the lessons. And whenever you're ready to step into your next level or receive a manifestation, you're going to have something pop up in terms of relationship that is your opportunity to learn that lesson or anchor in a new frequency. So reacting differently, choosing differently, right? And so if you notice that you keep attracting in the narcissist or you keep attracting in the codependent person, whatever it is, what are the patterns that keep popping up in different forms? What are the similarities between, you know, friends that keep coming in or romantic partners that keep coming in? You have to ask yourself, what have I not learned? Because I wouldn't keep receiving this, this pattern if I, if I had actually cleared the energy and we have to learn those lessons. It's not just for the sake of learning it. It's because you're being prepared for the next chapter. You're being prepared to move from high school to college. Right. And so you have to keep taking that test until you prove, uh, yeah, I got it down because only then are you prepared for college. That makes sense. 
hundred percent. And I feel too, like with, with relationships, it's like we're craving an intimacy, but if we're refusing to get intimate with ourselves and with Mm -hmm. our souls, and we're afraid to look at, and the only way to like be intimate is what to be clear, to be seen, to be heard, but also to see the other person to, you know, to hear the other person. But it's like, if you're not doing that with yourself, if you're not allowing yourself to be seen and heard, cause you're burying parts of you that you think are shameful or not worthy or whatever that, or too much or whatever. Like if you're not, if you're pushing that away and refusing to look at it, then you're going to be pushed away and people are going to refuse to see you. 100%. And just with like magnetism in general, like we're all emitting our mm-hmm. unique energetic signature and all these places where we hide ourselves. It's like, it's like a diamond that you've, you, you know, you've put all this dirt on top of it. And so if you want to effortlessly receive that, which is for you, you have to clean the diamond and be visible and let yourself shine really bright. And then what's for you just comes straight to you. Yeah. Right. What, what I also want to say though, about relationships, like kind of another aspect of this, that's super important is where we are holding on to relationships that drag down our frequency. And I have, I have seen this like so palpably so many times in my life. It actually kind of annoys me because there will be like one person in my life. uh, And sometimes it's a significant person. And sometimes it's like, I don't talk to them that often, but they are, (laughs) they're holding down my frequency. The relationship is not serving me. And it's like nothing in my life moves. And then I cut that cord and I release a relationship and everything I've been manifesting all drops in instantaneously. And I'm like, and I'll look at it. I'll be like, holy shit, that one person that I was holding on to. They didn't even realize it. They were dragging me down. Totally. And we have to be honest with ourselves about that because you might not think that, you know, that, that one friend that you talk to every three months who annoys you is holding you back from receiving your manifestation, but they very well could be. Totally. And then there's also like on the flip side of that, I feel like some people aren't taking accountability for their role. And then people will be like, well, my husband is not spiritual and he doesn't meditate. And, you know, that's dragging me down. And like, he's not, you know, he's not helping me manifest because he has like a bad attitude about money. And it's like, no one can, you need to be impenetrable when it comes to this. You know what I mean? Like to like, I don't know, like, like, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, totally. It's like, where are you giving your power away? I mean, this goes back to everything we were already talking about. It's like everybody pointing the finger everywhere else. It's like, I'm sorry, this is about you, right? And your inner world is creating your outer world, right? So take your power back. Like you are the powerful one. But part of that is also being honest with yourself of like, if this isn't serving me, then I need to release it. And so are you just throwing it on him? Yeah. Is he actually pulling down your frequency? And and if so, then why are you staying in the relationship? Yeah. Sorry, take responsibility. Or- it's still your fault. It's still your job, right? To take responsibility for what's Mm -hmm. in your energetic field. Or are you just not willing to look at yourself, giving your power away and trying to blame somebody else? You know, like somebody doesn't have to be just because somebody's not spiritual. Like he's not going to help you manifest it. You manifest it, you know? So I, yeah, we like to throw it on other people. (laughs) Totally. I love them. And I I feel like I bring this up all the time, but one, one thing that Shaman Derek said on my podcast that just stuck with me so much is he said, women are quantum men are linear (laughs) obviously just like a male female straight couple I'm talking about but like women have the capacity to change the energy of the the dynamic of the relationship so it's like by you 
strengthening your manifestation power and not putting accountability on him, you're actually strengthening his as well. If you're coming down on him and placing blame, you're actually weakening both of yours. So yes. knowing that you have the ability to, to just by shifting your energy, not by intentionally trying to shift his, but when you change yours, his will change. And I've seen that so many times. I've seen that in my own marriage. I've seen that with so many of my friends who just like stop focusing on changing someone and focus on, you know, elevating your own frequency and it'll change for both of you guys. Totally. Well, so this is, you'll read about this in the book. Like they introduce specific phrases, but they talk about energetic resilience a lot. And what that is, is really holding your frequency. And I know for me, I think about dating and I would go through phases where I was like, I feel like nobody can meet me there. Like nobody is having this frequency of conversation. And I'm in this like, Oh, no one's meeting me there. And then I had to ask myself, but like, what I'm doing is when I, when I go into this conversation, I'm just dropping down to them instead right. of holding the vibration and giving them an opportunity to rise, to meet me. Yeah. And that was a, a really eye-opening moment for me. And how often do we decide that somebody can't meet us there? How often do we, do we decide that somebody's going to judge us or they won't get it? And I had to make a commitment to myself not to decide that other people won't get it. And so now I think about like, I, I'm, I'm kind of known like as the person that like, changes people. And it's not because I'm not changing anybody, but when I go into the conversation with somebody who isn't into spirituality, I hold my frequency. And so often like they just, they pop right up there and they meet me there. And I'm like, wow, I just had to hold the container. This is how we all rise together. Right. So just noticing where are you dropping your vibration to make somebody else more comfortable versus being energetically resilient and holding that frequency and just seeing, okay, here, you can, you can rise up here and we can have this level of conversation or dynamic in our relationship. Yes. Mic drop. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This has been so amazing. So can we buy your book now? The book will be on pre-sale on January. I don't know when this is coming out on January 20th, and okay. then it'll be available for purchase purchase on February 2nd. Okay, perfect. So we will be ready for your pre-sale. We will get you guys pre-buy the book. Yes. Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's still in stock. <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited for you and for your book and just fulfilling this part of your mission. So freaking mm-hmm. excited. Thank you. Okay. So everyone, where can everyone find you? Where can we get all your things? I know you have a free 5d Ascension activator course. Yes, definitely check that out. So if you go to my, yeah, if you go to my, my website is just Christina, the channel.com. And if you go to the courses tab that that will be there. And I really recommend checking it out. It's totally free and it'll really shift your, your frequency. Instagram, Christina, the channel, my podcast is Christina, the channel, Christina, the channel everywhere on YouTube as well. And then the book, you can go to manifestationmasterybook.com And that's where you'll find all the links, get all your freebies. Uh, if you purchase day of release. So, yeah. Yay. And we'll link you guys to all that stuff. So Christina, thank you so much. You guys make sure you go check out all things Christina and we will catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.